Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Digital Masters Podcast. Today we have on CFO Adam, and today we're gonna to be talking about how to grow your business on TikTok of all places. Yes, an accountant, a virtual CFO, getting new business on TikTok. Let's get into it. CFO Adam, thanks for being on the show. Really, uh, really excited to have a chat with you here today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Stephen. Yeah, for sure. So you are the first, besides one of my clients, uh, who I ran into, I think actually we, we ran into each other on TikTok first, and then you jumped over onto uh, LinkedIn. And, um, and so I saw you there and I was just like, hey, I got to have you on here because you understand marketing, you're going for it. And most accounting professionals that I know don't. So I'm looking forward to, um, to talking with you today. Yeah, it should be a good discussion. So let me ask you this. Most people think TikTok is a dancing app for kids, which that's how it started off. But there was there was something that you saw. What what was it that you that you knew or that what was the insight that you had that made you say, hey, I got to get on here? Right. So I first downloaded the app in the probably summer of 2020. So probably about 12 months ago. And it was you know, at first it was just exploration. It was figuring out, you know, is it just this kids dancing and singing app or is there other stuff going on here? Uh, I'm pretty active across social media on LinkedIn and um, Instagram and Twitter. Um, it was like, okay, this is a new one. Let me kind of go on here, figure out, you know, what it is, how it works. So literally for like six months, <clears throat> just consuming, just trying to figure out what's in here, you know, how do you follow people? How do you connect to people? You know, what can you do within the app? And didn't post any video. Like I posted some like pictures of, of things that I took uh, just to like see like, what is this, you know, what actually happens when, when you do this? So um, throughout that process, found the business, you know, the small business, business owner section, I guess, of TikTok. Um, and was like, oh, there's a lot of really good business owners on here. And in January of this year, uh, I had just started following Rachel Peterson. Um, she goes by the, the Mrs. Peterson on TikTok. And she had a, a video that was like, it's, you know, and I felt like it was just talking to me. It was like, you need to start creating on here today. So I was like, all right, I guess this is kind of the universe telling me that I need to start creating videos on here. So um, and one of the things she said is when you create that first video, tag me in it and I'll, you know, I'll comment on, you know, back on it. That's cool. So like, all right. So what I'm going to do, so I created a video. It was basically me just saying, hey, you know, I didn't know how at that point how to do it or duet or stitch or, you know, anything like that. So I literally just created a video and was like, you know, the Mrs. Peterson told me to start creating content. So here I am, you know, kind of hello world. Uh, and and that was the that was the beginning of the the process. So that was you know eight months ago at this point. That was the beginning of January. Um, started posting a video every single day, and I don't do any of the dances. Every once in a while, I'll sing because that's that's one of my kind of artistic talents. That's but cool. it's just um, what I call infotainment. It's you know I just provide information about taxes and small business. And, you know, just little snippets about, you know, hey, did you know about this part of the tax code? Did you know that about that part of the tax code? And about two weeks in, I had what I consider my first viral video. Um, it's gotten about 50,000 views. And it was about the standard mileage rate. 
And to me, this okay. is like the most boring, the most like mundane topic in like accounting and taxes, telling people that the standard mileage rate for 2021 is 56 cents a mile. But, you know, one piece, it was top of mind for people. They were just, you know, it was middle of January. They were just heading into, let's start getting their tax forms and wanting to file their taxes. And, you know, there are a lot of small business owners on there that need to know, you know, how much they can deduct as far as their mileage. So it had, you know, it had hundreds of comments, hundreds of shares, you know, all sorts of likes. And it literally shot me overnight from no followers to like, I think I was at like 2000 followers basically within the week after that video. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. What I think is interesting about TikTok is that you can, you can have no followers, but you can have one of those viral videos go off. And that, I think that's the interesting thing is like people are, people usually think, Hey, I can only get a lot of reach on social media if I have a ton of followers. But then there's another interesting thing that you said there too, is that when you have a platform like this and you, a lot of us don't know what kind of content people want. We think we do, (laughs) but it's, it's often the most boring stuff to us. That is actually the most interesting thing to other people. And you just displayed a, an example where, you know, something that you thought was boring was actually what people actually wanted to hear. And so right. you would never have known that unless you had just kind of taken a stab, experimented and posted different types of content and just figured it out. Because too, too often people want to know all the answers about marketing up front, which it, life just doesn't work that way. Nothing good in life. You, you never know exactly what um, what that is. So I, I just, I love, I love your style, man. I, lo- I love that you, you're willing to just go out there and, and give it a try. Yeah. And, and that's a big piece is that I don't have any expectations of any video anymore. <laughs> and for that yeah. exact reason, it's like, you know, some of the videos that I was like, oh, this is just going to crush it. People are going to love it. They're going to be like, like flocking to me and like, I'm going to be adding followers and I'll get, you know, 200 views. <laughs> yeah. No, the, yeah. The same thing happens to me too. Like, Every time you think it's going to be the best video, it's not. Um, <laughs> so, and, and then I, I went to your channel too, and I was kind of looking around at what you were doing. Uh, and it, you, you really kind of invest, you, you really kind of learned how the platform works as well. So like you, you're doing stitches, there's other people that you're following, you're interacting with other people. Um, do you think that's an important piece to uh, TikTok from your side point of view? <clears throat> it's a huge part, um, especially... Um, I think stitching is, is huge because mm. the first portion of the video they see is that influencer, mm. that big name creator on the platform that they already know. So they watch that five seconds thinking that right. it's one of their videos. And then all of a sudden they get that switch. And then now uh. it's this other person. They're like, oh, and then, the, you know, they'll stick around at least for a little bit to hear what you have to say you know, about that video or, or whatever. And it's like, oh well, maybe I need to follow this person too, because that was really, you know, insightful. That was interesting. That was, you know, a thoughtful thing they had to say. So they must have, you know, if they're talking about this, about this video, they must be talking about this just in their own, you know, content as well. So, you know, so I think that's a big place for people, especially they're just starting is follow some of those bigger creators, those people that have, you know, a hundred thousand or more followers and, you know, stitch some of their videos, duet some of their videos and you're going to get in front of some of their audience as well, especially if they respond back to it, you know, because then it, it you know tells the algorithm that, hey, you know, this person should, you know, should be getting you know more attention. And, 
you know, it gives you a, a place to kind of show off your expertise in a different fashion as well. Yeah, totally. And just just for people that are listening who may not understand TikTok, when you when 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 we talk about stitching, what that means is that you can take somebody else's video, and then you can just take a small portion of it, and use that as the beginning of your video, and then then you can kind of attach your own perspective or thought or whatever it is really after that. So when that video goes out onto the feed, then the the people watching that video are going to see someone else first. So if you pick a big influencer, like if you pick Elon Musk, for instance, when that video comes across the feed, everyone's going to know Elon Musk and they're much more likely to stop and listen to what he's got to say. And then right after that, you can very strategically transition right into your own message uh, from that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this is, I actually, this is, to me, this isn't always the most interesting question because I think when you're creating content, you learn a lot. And I'm gonna ask you about that after this. But usually, especially accountants, they love ROI. <laughs> so let's talk about business, man. Like, what, how has this helped your business specifically? So I have gotten more business from TikTok this year than I've gotten from LinkedIn. Wow. And on LinkedIn, I think I have like 12 or 13,000 followers. I've been very active on the platform for two years now. So I've got a lot of people that, you know, they know who I am. You know, I went to like virtual networking events during the pandemic and people were like, oh, you're that, you're that CFO guy. And they would literally, that was how, you know, that's how they knew me. We'd never met in person. We'd never talked before. Um, but TikTok again, because it's much more personalized mm -hmm. because it's literally like, you know, one, it's all video. So it's, right. there's no, you know, so it's literally, you know, they're seeing who they're interacting with and you know, because of the content, I'm putting out very similar content between the two platforms. It's very informational, you know, talks about taxes and finances. Um, but again, I'm one of the few accountants that are actually on the platform. There's right. maybe, I don't know, a half dozen other ones that I've just come across. Um, but one of the big pieces that I do a lot of like, like stitching or like getting ideas from is mm -hmm. the these so-called experts <laughs> that they tell, you know, it, the grass is always greener is what, is what I call them. They're, you uh -huh. know, they tell you about the best pieces of these, you know, of tax laws or, you know, job opportunities or business opportunities, but they leave out all the, the other side of it. Like this is what really happens, or this is how you actually can do these things. Um, so that's a big place of where I get my content creation ideas from is seeing those and be like, well, now it's kind of like, here's the rest of the story. <laughs> and going it's deeper. Not all, yeah. yeah, it's not, it's going deeper. And also like, you know, there's a reality in play. And I was talking with someone last week. Um, they had sent me a video. Because um, I, I tell my followers, I'm like, if you see a video, you know, feel free to tag me in it. If you want to know, like, you know, if this is true or not, um, or mm. things like that. And they sent me a video and this person was talking about, you know, how they're living like a king on $10,000 a month, and it's all passive income. Well, they didn't explain how much they have invested to be able to toss off $10,000 a month in passive income. <laughs> and right. it's, it's not, you know, it's not $10,000. It's not $20,000. It's probably millions of dollars, right. um, potentially that, that they have, you know, to make those that $10,000 a month passive investment come out. But 
they just, you know, they're trying to get views for themselves, which makes sense. You know, they're a business owner. That's how they make money. Um, but for the standard person that's out there that, you know, might be working a nine to five that makes 40 or $50,000 a year, you know, for them to build up a business um, that's going to get them to $10,000 a month passive, it's going to take a while and it's going to take a lot of steps to get there. And so it's sometimes it's kind of those reality checks that I like to, to throw out there. And some of them do well and some of them don't. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I, I think I think what I've noticed, too, is like the more you kind of go go into something, the more you kind of uh, and I think to, to help you go into something in a little bit more depth, the, the more specific you make it, the more uh, specific the thing you're talking about, it, it allows you to go a little deeper on it. And I think specifically with presenting yourself as the expert on a place like LinkedIn, or not LinkedIn, uh, like TikTok, that's an important piece because I, I have noticed if it's kind of surface level, the kind of stuff that you see a lot on LinkedIn where it's just kind of the surface level advice, that just doesn't seem to get as much traction. Like if I say, you know, having an, a, a marketing strategy is super important, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't really say that on LinkedIn, but I'm trying to make a point, which is, if it's too general, I think on TikTok, it just doesn't do well. It's like, it seems like on, on TikTok, it's got to be entertaining. It's got to be creative or it's got to be like tangible advice that somebody right. can just literally watch that and say, you know what? I think I could go home tonight. And if I wanted to, I could do, I could actually implement this. Yeah. And, and that, that expertise, that's really what I'm trying to show in my videos because, um, uh, you know, I want I want these people to hire me. You know, to hire me to right. do their taxes, to be their bookkeeper, to be their accountant, um, to be their CFO, and you know, by showing off that expertise, and you know, once they follow me, if they go through my feed and and all the videos that I've created, you know, yeah, there's some of the fun ones in there, just because it's TikTok. You got to have fun every once in a yeah. while. It can't just yeah. be like you know me droning on um, about you know tax topics and things like that, but. You know, as they go back, you know, they're going to see more and more. And they're like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's not just making this stuff up. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's it's pulling those relevant items. Like you said, it, you know, like the, the 56 cents a mile thing. It was the middle of January. <clears throat> Business owners needed to know that at that point. Boom. That worked really well. When, you know, there was stuff that was coming out about the PPP earlier in the year. And how people were starting to go to jail because they had fraudulently applied for PPP and like bought Lamborghinis and stuff like that. So I did a video on, you know, with, you know, like a, a green screen of like a news article um, talking about that. So there was pieces like that that it's like, okay, this is top of mind right now. It's something that a lot of small business owners were concerned about was like, is the government going to come after me, you know, because I got a PPP last year or this year? And, you know, should I be af like, I'm already afraid that they're going to come and knock on my door and haul me off and in handcuffs because I didn't do my taxes right. Now I applied for this new government program that had never been around before and people are getting hauled off to jail. And, you know, so it was kind of coming in with that reassuring, like, don't do this. You know, if it doesn't feel right, it's not right. Um, and, you know, kind of being that voice reason that if you did everything you were supposed to, you followed the rules, you're going to be just fine. So, you know, it was, it's just tossing in some stuff like that because, you know, fear is a big thing. People are afraid of the IRS. They're afraid of their taxes. Right. And by helping to allay some of those, like, you know, if you file your taxes every year and you include everything you're supposed to, 
you're going to be just fine. And if they send you a letter, you know, find a professional to help you take care of that. Right. But if you're doing shady stuff, that's going to catch up with you eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let me ask you this. How much time do you, like on average, do you spend creating a TikTok each day? <clears throat> um, less than five minutes, typically. Nice. That's what I love. So, um, and, and that's changed over time. So again, it's, it's only been eight months or so that I've been on the platform. Um, but some of the things I've learned is that you can batch a whole bunch of videos. So mm -hmm. because of the length of how long they stay on the platform, you can put five videos in a row and it'll, you know, disperse them out as it sees fit rather than like other platforms where it's like, you can only post once a day or maybe twice mm -hmm. or you're going to, you know, screw up the algorithm. So, right. Yeah. You know, so there's, there's things like that that I've learned as I've gone along. So a lot of times now I'll batch content and I'll do like three videos one day and then none for a couple days. Got it. Um, but it's all, you know, kind of top of mind stuff that I'm buying either. I'm, I saw it in the feed. I saw it on another platform. I saw it in the news, um, stuff that I want to talk about. And I'll just go in there and, you know, hit record, do it all in one take and, you know, put on a caption and, and hit, you know, upload. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's one thing that uh, I think can help is just kind of staying loose. Like, I think people get really, and 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 I'm not saying that, I get it. I mean, I, I, I go through this too, but people get real tense on like, what am I going to post? And I think they can really, easier said than done for some people, but I think you can really kind of lower the bar for yourself. You can just take what you're, what did you do with a client yesterday? What did you read today? Um, yep. Just give your perspective on it. That's really what's going to make you different from anyone else anyway. It's like this information is out there. Like the mileage stuff, like you mentioned, is out there. It's like, but like, what's, what's your perspective on this stuff? And that, I think that's really what, what, uh, you know, makes you different anyway. So just focus on your perspective. So one other thing, um, so business is cool, but what else, how else has this helped you as a, as a person even just like getting out there on video on TikTok, like. How else has, has doing this helped you as a person? Yeah, so uh, when I first started, so I did video on LinkedIn for a little while um, and have kind of gone back and forth with doing it, not doing it. And I always felt like it had to be perfect. Like I've got to, I've got to get everything set up. It's got to be recorded just right. It's got to be edited. There's got to be captions put in. Um, when I go on TikTok, I just go on there. <laughs> and I, I just, yeah. I've, I've kind of removed all of those, like those barriers. barriers that I had in my head that they don't care. You know, the, the audience doesn't, you know, they don't care if I'm wearing, you know, a dress shirt and a bow tie, or if I'm wearing a t-shirt or a polo, or I'm laying on the beach. They don't care about any of that. They, they want content. They want something to entertain them or, inf or inform them. And that's what they're looking for. And if they don't get that, they're going to scroll right by, you know, you could be, you know, like a three ring circus going on during your video. But if you're not providing anything that they're looking for, they're going to scroll right past. Mm -hmm. So the other piece that I've really found is that I like to talk <laughs> and a lot of these <laughs> topics, I feel like I need to like talk for a very long time to get them across. Mm -hmm. And the average user on, on TikTok they might only watch for eight to 10 seconds right, on yeah. any video. So if you can't get across your point in eight to 10 seconds, 
they're never going to hear it because it's, you know, let's say if it's from seconds 30 to 40 on your video and they're only watching 8 to 10, mm -hmm. they never got the important piece from that video and they're never going to see it. Right. So it's been really focusing on, you know, getting that hook in at first. That it's like, this is what the video is going to be about. And then the biggest point in the, you know, so the hook for like two to three seconds and then the next most, like the most important point in that next five to seven seconds. And then anything after 10 seconds is kind of gravy at that gravy, point. Yeah. And it's just like, that's when I can ramble on, you know, for the next, well, you know, I have access. To, I don't think I've ever done a three minute video on TikTok. And I think only the biggest, you know, creators really can do that. Right, yeah. Um, because someone's not going to watch me, you know, for three minutes talking about, you know, the standard mileage rate. <laughs> yeah. But if I can get that in in 10 seconds, that, you know, and sometimes I'll just, I just set like the video recording to just that 15 second video time just to try to control myself and be like, if I'm still talking at 15 and it shuts off, okay, I was talking too much. And that, you know, that's kind of my editing process for lack of a better term is more so setting a t that timer to say, I've got 15 seconds. If I can't get it in in 15 seconds, mm -hmm. you know, it's probably not worth it or it should be multiple videos that I need to spread it over. Yeah, cool. Well, one other quick question: um, what do you what do you say to specifically? And I want to speak directly to accountants and CPAs and virtual CFOs. What do you say to them when they when they look at it very rigidly uh, about the marketing ROI? It, like, it's like, when am I going to get my first client? Like, that, I think that's a fair question, but I don't know that that's really the best question to ask. Um, but what do you say to someone that thinks that way or, or is, or is going into this with that mindset? Right. So, so like I said, I took almost six months to kind of learn the platform and just kind of try to understand it for me, how I could use it for me. So I think, you know, there has to be a, a decent, you know, unless they're creating content already on other, you know, if they're doing reels on Instagram, if they're doing stories on LinkedIn, uh, things like that, where they're already creating some of that video content, then they can probably shorten that time frame down. Um, but they probably need to give themselves three to six months to just kind of learn the platform, test the platform, um, and see what's going on and, and start kind of building some of that community. Yeah. And then from there, it's you really can't have any expectation um, on when clients are going to come in. Um, and especially if you're doing it all on your own and you're not using a marketing consultant as well, um, you know, Again, it's just, it's put content out there, show off your personality, because that's a big piece because, you know, 90 plus percent of the population has the, you know, the vision of the stereotype of, you know, the accountant with the visor on, <laughs> sitting yeah. in the dark room with a, you know, like a little <laughs> desk lamp, uh, yeah. like, you know, just crunching numbers. And if you can show that you're not that, that is going to draw more people in than any amount of the knowledge that you're going to share is, is just showing that you're not that, you know, that boring, you know, stodgy old accountant. Um, it's really just bring out that personality while you're, you know, giving your, your opinions and your thoughts and your expertise. Um, and not just going, you know, yes, you've got to file your taxes by April 15th and, and being kind of that robotic, you know, accountant, you know, add, add some personality, you know, everyone knows you have to file your taxes by April 15th. Everyone is aware of that. <laughs> like you're, right. you're, no, that's not, you know, you're not breaking news there. Sure. Um, 
but if there's you know if there's tips on how to file sooner or how to file an extension or, or things like that those are the pieces that you can add on to that and then say and oh by the way you know you you know you have to file by april 15th because also when you're creating videos because tiktok has such a long tail i still get people watching my videos from january well if i was talking about you know something like oh you have to do this by next week and now it's september they're like what i what do you mean i have to file taxes by next week <laughs> and yeah. so you know so some of that timeliness kind of goes away just because of the way the platform is set up right by the way i got to get my taxes done <laughs> okay well cool got, what was that you got a month and a half you got till <laughs> october 15th on your personal return oh, don't, so don't, tell, don't tell me that I, that I might i might use all the time um <laughs> So I like to do like a real quick uh, uh, rapid round. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, I got four, four things to throw at you. Um, just want to hear your take, underrated, overrated. Okay. And if you have, a, if you have some additional thoughts on it, you know, feel okay. free to, uh, to dig in a little bit. Uh, LinkedIn, underrated, overrated? Overrated. Yeah? Yep. E even okay. though it's, it's where I've built my, you know, my biggest following and, People on other platforms know me across from there. Uh, there's a lot of things that I think is is ramping back, you know, use at this point. So yeah. uh, I, I think they have some some things to work on. Yeah, me too. Uh, this one's an easy one. TikTok. TikTok's underrated for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like anyone who's not on TikTok, either in the the B two C or the B two B space, needs to start. Because what I guess wasn't it last month or the month before that it passed Facebook as the most downloaded app and right. it's it's not going anywhere, and as all of these people that have been on the platform age, even if they're not your customer now, they're going to be someday. So you know, even those eighteen to twenty-two year olds that are on there dancing, eventually they're going to need a tax accountant and they're going to need you know marketing advice for their their businesses. Um, so it, it's, it's time to at least look at it and get started to see if it's a complimentary activity. Yeah. And, you know, I think people get really wrapped up in the B2B, B2C. To me, it's like P2P. It's people to people, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, and so and with video, uh, you don't have any choice. It, it's literally right. you, you know, unless you're going to create one of those like AI right. avatars that, that talks <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Clubhouse. Overrated. Yeah. Never used it. Never will use it. Um, I've been on the anti-clubhouse bandwagon since it started. Yeah. I, I personally don't have time to listen to people talk at me for days or hours on end. Like There were people early on that were like spending their entire weekend, like Friday night through Sunday night, just on there. And I was like, yeah. what, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you on that one. Uh, what about YouTube? I think it's underrated, especially shorts. Uh, mm -hmm. They've come on mm -hmm. with that now, one to compete with TikTok and to to try to pull back some of that that market share. But yeah. you know, it's a it's another platform that has a long tail. Those videos stay out there for a long time, um, but you have to optimize them, and that's that's a big piece. If you don't optimize your videos and you aren't getting the right keywords and, and everything else in there, people aren't going to see it, no matter if it's the best content in the world. So you've got to learn the platform and understand what you know you need to do on there, but you can build an enormous following in a hurry if you're doing those things correctly. Yeah, cool, man. 
Well, this has been really refreshing, man, talking to you about this, especially uh, in your, you know, you being an accountant. So I appreciate you being on. So where's the best, uh, tell me, tell us, uh, people listening, what specifically do you do and where can people get a hold of you? Yep. So I have two pieces. I'm a, a virtual CFO for businesses in the half million to two and a half million revenue range. And then I also do accounting um, for small businesses in kind of the, you know, startup to, you know, three, four hundred thousand dollars, half a million of revenue is typically where most of my clients land. So um, I'm out there across all social media. It's typically CFO Adam. Sometimes there's an underscore between CFO and Adam, depending on if someone else grabbed that first um, before I you know, got my, all my branding in place. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the easiest way to find me um, or AdamK.com. It's AdamKAE.com is is my website to, to check out my my virtual CFO offerings. Awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate you being on you. I appreciate the the coloring and your background, your bow tie. You've got it. You've got it all. Your branding all nailed. So, so thanks again, man. Appreciate you being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a great discussion.